All right, we are here with Kelvin Bolden. How is it going, Kelvin? It's going good. Everything is going good my way. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. So uh, I noticed you attended the spring game this weekend. What is your impression of the uh, Golden Eagle football team right now? I loved it. Oh, I love the atmosphere. It's it's nothing like being back home, especially at the Rock. Um, I enjoyed it. I had my son with me. He enjoyed it. We've been going for the past couple years since I've been out of school. So it's always it's always good to go back to Southern Miss. Uh, your son has a future. I saw the video of him running the drills. <laughs> yeah, so he has a future. Um, as long as he continues his grades in school, that's a big thing. We we don't play about me and his mother, but um, as long as he continue his grades in school and continue to run around like he do, he's going he's gonna to be just fine. Well, let's talk about you a little bit. How did you get the nickname Peanut? Oh, yeah. Well, in seventh grade, it was a coach named Coach Deaton. Um, he was our head coach, and and they was handing out jerseys, and I was the smallest one on the team, and, and he just came up with the name Peanut and just been rolling ever since. But how did you get how did you get involved or interested in the game of football? Uh, just being around it and watching watching older guys play around it. Um, I actually started out as a ball boy at Moss Point High School and watching Jason Ormstead, um, Demaris Bilbo, oh, wow. Jamal Jamal Ormstead, and and kid and other guys like that who who had success in high school and went on to the college college um college level. They had some great teams back then. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, most definitely. Yeah. Well, from there you went on. You played, uh, you know, some high school ball at Ocean Springs. What was that? What was that like for you? Man, Ocean Springs is a lovely city. Um, it's a lovely town, man. You can't, you can't, you can't go wrong with living in Ocean Springs. And I love, I love Ocean Springs. And it was great being a Greyhound. Um, being under Coach Jones and Coach Mangum. Coach Mangum, who's at um, Wayne County right now, and he did an awesome job with the program, just as just like Coach Jones, and now Coach Ross is leading the program to to um to the top just as well. You played high school ball with a couple of guys that would would go on to play with you at Southern Miss. Yes, yeah, so, um, play with Allen House, play with DeAndre Brown. You know, um, you got to keep the legacy going. You know, just like just like um Joe Morrow and his little brother. Ishmael Morrow, so, you know, you got to keep the legacy going, you know, throughout the town of Ocean Springs. When did you realize that you might have an opportunity to play college football? When I, when I got the Gulf Coast Community College, um, seeing guys, top, top, top-notch guys, you know, playing, and, and you just, just have that confidence in yourself and never let nobody tell you what you can't do or what you can't be, so, I always push myself hard and was always hard on myself. Well, you put up ridiculous numbers at uh, Gulf Coast Community College. I think you were uh, you were a uh, NJC AA All American. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the stats correct. It's 53 receptions, uh, 1,337 yards, and 17 touchdowns. That is ridiculous for junior college ball. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. Um, you know, with our quarterback Greg Jenkins, who who also was a big help in the offense, Big Ballard, who was who took the load on the running game. You know, the running game opened up for my passing. So, you know, I, I got to credit those guys for for having those type of stats. You know, it was fun, though. I enjoyed it. Coming into that, that last year, coming out of that last year at, at the Perk, 
you uh, were originally committed to Mississippi State, but you flipped to Southern Miss. What what changed your decision? On the weekend of the Egg Bowl with Cam Newton and James Carmen, who was my roommate, and Vic Ballard, who was also on our team. Um, you know, we all was planning on going to Mississippi State, and at the time, Cam Newton, you know, he was worried going on. Cam Newton was going to Mississippi State, was was going to commit, and that weekend, but things changed two weeks later. And that's when things changed with me. So, you know, I had to get in the right offense. I had to get in um, with the right quarterback. And I felt like Austin Davis was the best fit for me. And I felt like Coach Fedora and Coach um, Anderson was doing a doing an awesome job at Southern Miss at the time. What was the transition like going from, from Park to Southern Miss? Oh, uh, just a, the environment. That's all going from a small college to a big college and having more freedom, you know. You ain't got to worry about too much, you know, not staying on campus and things like that. You, you, well, you mentioned Austin Davis. What was it like having him as your quarterback? A leader. <laughs> he led by example. You know, he always was on us. He always was was wanting to work more and extra work after practice and before practice, and that's why he's successful as he, are, as he is now. Oh, most definitely. And what was it like yeah, playing? Well, what was it like playing for Coach Larry Fedora? Man, Coach Fedora is one heck of a coach, man. Off, he's a coach and he's a he's a great guy, and I still keep in touch with him to this day. You could really tell a difference, kind of, in the attitude of the team your senior year. How much of an impact did a strength and conditioning coach like Paul Jackson have on you and the team? And I was gonna, I was gonna throw that in as well. But you, you see, you see what's going on at Ole Miss. So Absolutely. It, it, that tells a lot um, with Coach Jackson, what he's doing with the programs, and how he getting, how he getting the guys mentally prepared and physically prepared. Your senior year was one of the best in Southern Miss history. What was it like playing on that 2011 team? Man, it was, it was great. You, you know, you was around with Daryl Law. Jamie Collins, Tracy Lampley. Man, he was um, around a whole bunch of guys that was on the same page and was just hungry. Now, that's the end of that year. You know, you guys, of course, everybody knows. If you're listening to this, you know we played you know, for the conference championship in 2011, and, and nobody really gave us a shot in that game. So tell us about that victory over Houston and what that conference championship meant to you. It was just hype. You know what I'm saying? It was just hype. Houston just had hype. Um, Houston had the the top quarterback, you know, but the thing about it, we beat Houston the the year before, and you know, I, and nobody just didn't look at that, but you know, Houston was just hyped that year because you know they just had Casey Neal, Casey um who was leading the league or whatever he was doing, but you know everything's changed that day, and I guess everybody got the 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 picture of Southern Miss is real. I actually talked with with uh, Austin this weekend, and he mentioned that like the night before the game, he talked to everybody about how he was watching video, and he noticed that everybody on that Houston team was on the team the year before that we whooped up on. It wasn't nothing different. It was yeah. it was nothing different. Only thing they was had a higher ranking, and they had a quarterback that was having success in the league and having success that that year. What did what did winning that championship mean to you? That's what I went to Southern Miss for. <laughs> that's what exactly. That's <laughs> to team up with guys who was on the same page, who, who wanted the same thing, and had, had the opportunity to do it. And that's what we did, you know. 
That's what we did. And I give credit to all my teammates, my former teammates back then, the former coaching staff. Other than the, the championship game, are there, are there any other games that really stand out as being like a memorable, memorable game for you? The UAB game. <laughs> the UAB game. I could never get past UAB. We could never get past UAB. Um, we went in that game knowing that if we, if we win the game, we clinch the division and we have an opportunity to play in the BCS Bowl. And, you know, a couple of guys, you know, you know, we just got to – I say we got a big head, you know, went in the game and jumped up on them. And that's thing you know, it bit us in the butt. Yeah, they they kind of played like those Southern Miss teams of past that, you know, kind of got overlooked and they had a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and that, and that's what happened to us, you know. And we just, we, I, I think when we before we went into the game, we was like, let's just get this game over, clinch the vision, move on to Memphis, beat them, and, and play for the championship and go to a BCS Bowl. But, you know, I think that I say, like I always say, everything happened for a reason because if we, if we would have won that game, probably wouldn't have won the uh, – probably wouldn't won, probably wouldn't beat Memphis or beat Houston. So I think that, that that humbled us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I, John Cox asked everybody this, but I like to ask it too. What did it mean to you to wear the black and gold? It meant a lot, you know, with with guys before my time, um, Todd Pinkston, Sherrod Gideon, um, Damon Carter, you know, guys guys that, that played there and had success there. And, you know, Southern Miss is full of history. And that's one thing I could say. And, you know, you can always go back home no matter where you're at. You can always go back home and it still feel the same. Well, after you you weren't necessarily around the next year, but, you know, after you, you guys left, the bottom fell out with Southern Miss football. What do you, what do you think happened there? It was hurt. It was it was uh, it was hurt, you know. I was I was gone, still pursuing my career in football, and just looking back, and you know, everybody want to know what's going on, but I don't have too much to say about that situation because right now, you know, we back we back at the top, and and we started working working and stay up there. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, so, like you mentioned, after you left Southern Miss, you spent some time playing professional football in a couple of different places. Tell us a little bit about post college football for you and, and the pros. Um, well, I had an opportunity to, uh, you know, be be with an organization, the um, Washington Redskins, and I spent time with them through rookie camp and camp. And things didn't work out like I like I wanted to, but I had other other opportunities to work out for teams. But you know, and things didn't things didn't fall through, but I had I went on to play arena football for a year in Knoxville, Tennessee in 2013. Then after that, I had got a phone call for Hamilton Ticats and went to go play for them and and participate in a, in a preseason game and things didn't work out. So you know, I'm blessed for what I you know my resume and the opportunities I had to continue to play my play the game I love after my college career. After your playing t- days were, were over, you obviously didn't have any intention of walking away from the game of football. You, I think you started off as a volunteer coach at Ocean Springs, and now you're a wide receiver coach at Pearl River Community College. What was the transition like from being on the field to coaching on the sidelines? It's 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 a big transition, man. Um, you see guys like Walt Bell, like Luke Pascal, and Casey Dunn, who's who's having success in the coaching career and who's having a big impact on players and on their guys and things like that and moving up into the ranks of coaching. 
And I always had that same drive and that same passion for myself. So it's something I wanted to do and something that's just stick around and stick around football. What what coaches had the most influence on your coaching style? My coaching style, um, Casey Dunn, who's at, the receiver coach at Oklahoma State. Yeah, and born in, and born in Farrell, who's who's one of the coaches up there at Ole Miss because of the fact that I would say Casey because he he pushes guys and you know he's he he instilling them to how to compete on the field and off the field. And not just on the field, but in their books to do the right thing. And that's what played a big part for me with him. But Farrell, man, he just, you know, it's so much he's been through through life that he could give back to kids and, and young athletes, you know, to lead them in the right way. Yeah, my Barney is a special guy. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, so at Pearl River now, I believe you just got a new new head coach. You got a, you yes, got a transfer, transfer quarterback. What can we expect from the Wildcats next season? Um, we still we still in process of rebuilding. We still in process of getting things turned around. Um, Coach Saunders is doing a heck of a job, you know, working on building this thing up from ground from ground zero. You know, um, it's it's hard for I won't say it's hard, but I've never been in um, predicament of you know trying to rebuild a program from from a two and seven um, record. But things happen for a reason. But, you know, like I said, Coach Saunders is doing a, a heck of a job. One of your receivers is actually the son of a friend of mine. So can you tell us a little bit about Jacob Jones? Jacob Jones. Um, Jacob Jones is a fighter, man. He got he got a lot of dog in him. He got he got a lot of heart where he just don't give up. You know, he, he's full speed, everything, and he, he's a good kid. He, he uh, originally signed with Alcorn, originally signed to play with Coach Hobson. Uh, yes, sir. And uh, I've kind of kept up with him through his, through his father. But uh, it's good to hear that he's he's landed somewhere and he's doing well. Yeah. What are your – do you have any goals with coaching? Do you have any anything you, you hope to achieve? Or what, what do you hope to do with coaching? I'll continue to build with my connections and continue to network and learn. Because and, you can't, you can't never – you can't never go wrong wrong with learning new things. And you learn in coaching, you learn new things every day, how to present yourself, how to carry yourself, how to talk to people, and how to treat people the right way. And, you know, I'm just trying to continue to build, trying to continue to work my way up to the to the peak. I've noticed on social media that you've, you've done some workouts with Mike Thomas. What do you think about Mike and his potential at the next level? Mike is one heck of a kid. Um, he's a great kid on and off the field. You know, personality is one of a kind. You know, he's a hard worker. And all credit goes to Wise, man. Wazniak, who's who was yeah. the receiver coach at Southern Miss. But, you know, sometimes you got to just want to want to go experience with somebody who been who been through it and, you know, who played at Southern Miss and just wanted to talk one on one, and that's and that's what kind of what we had just a little one on one conversation, a little one on one workout, you know, just trying to lead him the right way. Have you had? Have you spent much time around the new staff? Um, not 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 much, but I've been up there a couple times. Um, I've been up up there a couple times, but like I said, I, I enjoy being around Coach Wiseyak, you know, um, who's the receiver coach at Southern Miss and. He's been there for the past two years, I believe, and 
I enjoy just going and watching work because he brings a lot of energy to that room. That's why the guys are successful as they are. He to me, he's kind of got that it factor. Like you just feel like he's going to be a head coach one day. He will. He will. He he almost. I thought he was going to stick to being the OC, but you know things happen. And but his time coming to be to be a OC and to be a head coach, and I believe he's going to do a heck of a job. What do you think about the the Southern Miss team coming back next year? Well, I, I was I like to see I like to see how they how they adapt to to the past year, you know, making it to the championship game, and things didn't turn out like they like we was hoping it would. But I like to see how they bounce back. Most definitely. Well, Kelvin, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's a treat to have you on. I you know enjoyed watching you play at Southern Miss. A lot of a lot of excitement, and I uh, wish you nothing but the best of luck with your future in coaching. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Southern Miss to the top. Southern Miss to the top.